What a gospel. What a beautiful gospel. Not in any pride, but I memorized this gospel, as you can tell when I was making strong eye contact with some of you while I was reading it. Uh, but you notice the singing, chanting. I usually don't chant the gospel, only maybe on feast days. But today is a great day in the, his, in the, the liturgical season, and the liturgical year of the Chaldean Church. It's a very monumental day. We don't really appreciate it as much because there isn't like, you know, Christmas lights or music. And we live in a Western culture where there's, you know, a celebration of certain seasons, a focus on them. But this is a very beautiful season and what it commemorates. The season of the church, the short season, only four weeks. And the full name of it is the season of the sanctification or the hallowing of the church. So imagine the first reading. The, the reading was hearkening to the, the ark and the, the tent of the Lord and how the glory of the Lord filled it. And people couldn't look upon it. It was so beautiful. That is a foreshadowing. That's a taste of what the church, as the bride of Christ, experiences and the last thing that will happen. Right, this is the last season of the year. We're going to go into Advent after this, or Subara. The last thing that happens in salvation history, the second coming is done, the church is in heaven, walking as a bride, and she is sanctified, crowned. Imagine the glory of the Lord upon her. It's going to be incomparable. That, that's, that's going to be, that's what we celebrate right now. And we can taste that right now. We can taste this right now. We're in the age of the church where Jesus, with his words of authority, gave great authority, dispensed that to his disciples. Specifically, you saw today, the first time Jesus says the word church. He only says it twice in the Gospels, by the way. The first time he says it, he's building the church upon someone. You are Peter, and upon you are Kepa. There's a surah for rock. And upon this Kepa, that captures the meaning better. I will build my church. In, 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 Latin, in the Greek, the word Peter, Petros, the word rock, Petra, it's also capturing it somewhat. But nevertheless, the Lord is giving his authority to Peter. And he's saying the powers of death will not prevail against this church. So it's such a consoling sensation. Knowing that you and I, without any pride, without any superiority, can say you are in the right church, the true church that God founded, the church of Christ. It is such a consoling feeling. I went to the Vatican in 2015. It was the first time I had gone as a priest. And I was having the honor to celebrate Mass. And I remember this sensation so uh, true in my heart. I was going to prepare to say Mass, and you have to go into the sacristy, which to us, you know, it's around this little hallway, you go into the priest vestry where the priest changes. But when you go into the sacristy of St. Peter's Basilica, the sacristy is almost as big as this church. I mean, it's a massive, beautiful, beautiful hidden gem. And it says in beautiful like, words, silencium, like be silent, prepare for what you're about to do. And I remember sitting there, 
as a priest. You know, pilgrimages are tiring. And, and they, they, take, they take a lot out of you. I had this brief moment of, of escape because no one else can go in there but me. And I just remember sitting and God gave me this realization. I was filled with so much strength. I had this sensation because St. Peter's, where Peter was buried, still there. That's the heart of the church. Imagine the veins are going all throughout the earth to St. Thomas right now. All the, the graces are funneling through the church. And I was at the heart I just had the sensation that all this grace was pouring into me directly as a priest of the church and giving so much rest and refuel. And that's what we celebrate. We celebrate that we know we have a mother, the church, who is guaranteed with the divine protection to lead us in matters of faith and matters of morals by the very authority of the Son of God. It's a beautiful season. It's a beautiful time. I, I wear this, this nicer cope today. I only wear this a couple of times of the year. Uh, because I like to be reminiscent of the wedding dress that the bride is wearing as she enters in and becomes sanctified. This is the church that Jesus cares about. It's not what people think, what people say, that we don't have a church. God just wanted you to pray and be good. You don't need to have organized religion. This gospel disproves all of that. But Jesus gave direct authority. And so today, my brothers and sisters, is a day of celebration. It's a day of joy. It's a day of great consolation that you are guaranteed to have the divine protection and what the church teaches you. Now, let's come back down to earth. Peter was a human. Peter screwed up. All the apostles screwed up. Okay, the, the letter of St. Paul says, God appointed apostles, God appointed teachers, God appointed healers. He appointed people. He did. But if you don't have love, you are nothing. It's one thing to sit here and say, I'm in, a, I'm in the right church. This is the true church of Christ. I'm in the church that God intended. But it's another thing to say, how are you living in that church? Even if you have gifts, if you have the gift of being a leader, a religious, a healer, whatever it might be, but you don't have love, you're nothing. You don't share in that glory. You're nothing. So today we have to meditate on not just the beauty that God gives us, which is a lot. It's a lot right there. It's a lot to be joyful for. But it's also to self-examine. So what is my role in this church? How am I making this church beautiful? The saints that went before us through blood, sweat, and tears and service help us to know why this church is beautiful. Help us to know that Jesus is truly present in this church by their actions. I can stand up here and give the most sophisticated apologetics of why Jesus in the scriptures founded the true church of Christ on Peter. But I think... Displaying love and care in my actions, in my service, in my demeanor will be a lot more convincing than the most sophisticated apologetics out there. And so today we'll put on a beautiful face for the church by our love, by the way we carry ourselves, starting within our hearts, starting within our homes, starting within our relationships, uh, so that we can further add to the beauty, the glory that the church is called to 
to shine forth and to receive from the Lord. Amen.